and welcome to Dragon Bites Basics, the paediatric podcast aimed at healthcare students or anyone in need of a refresher about common paediatric conditions. I'm Asim, one of the paediatric trainees here in Wales and one of the presenters for Dragon Bites. Each week, medical students will be joining paediatric doctors from Wales to discuss these common paediatric conditions and give them insights into paediatric problems that they may not have faced before. These episodes are just introductions and aren't meant to replace your regular revision. Remember, there will be some regional variations in practice and practice will change as new evidence comes to light. However, this is paediatrics made easy to help students get their head around some new concepts. This week, we're going to continue our episode on developmental milestones. Our host, Francis Bainan, a medical student at Swansea University, was joined last week by Dr. Alice Knight, a paediatric doctor working in Wales currently. Together, they were discussing developmental milestones and we're going to continue that now. Though, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it might be worth going back to have a listen to that first. Anyway, let's get started. Fantastic. Okay, Doug. Uh, essentially, who would be conducting these um, developmental examinations? Is it something a healthcare visitor would do, or is it something every healthcare professional is expected to do when they come into contact with a, a young child? Ooh. So there are specific um, development assessments. There used to be loads more, um, but they've really cut it back um, in the last sort of uh, 10 or 20 years. So now you would have um, a baby would have a developmental assessment by the health visitor around nine to 12 months. And then again, around two to two and a half years. And I think there is some um, variation about um, the specific times of that, depending on um, where where you live in the UK. But that's the general kind of rule. Um, and they might send out a questionnaire to the parents beforehand. Um, but you're exactly right. As health professionals, particularly in paediatrics, we need to be really hot on our developmental assessment. And GPs also need to have a good idea so that you're able to pick up if things aren't quite following the right pattern and know when things are are concerning. So um, as medical students, the, the kind of the top thing that I would say is if you can try and do this early on in your first week of your paediatric placement, then have do your A4 sheet and how kind of have it um in your you know, to hand so that when wherever you are, whether you're in um, outpatient clinic or whether you're in the um, paediatric assessment unit or whether you're on the wards, every child that you see, particularly if they're sort of preschool age, you can think what um, skills can this child do and what can they not do? So and then try and that my my top tip, once you've got done a few, when you're like, um you've done yeah you've done a few and you've kind of got a bit of an idea of your table you're starting to kind of starting to make a bit of sense in your head then ask if you can go and see a child but don't find out how old they are um and go and spend some time with them go and play with them ask their their parents some questions um and just work out what can they do and then work one box ahead are they reaching the next one and you need to be fairly confident about saying, well, look, they're reaching all of their um, 
milestones in the 12 month box so we know they're reaching it in that domain they're reaching some of the ones in the 18 months but not yet there and if you think they're closer to the 12 months then you can sort of say oh, I think they're sort of um, they're around about 12 months they're reaching the domains in each of the areas they're not yet reaching the ones in the 18 months and I think that's the bit where a lot of people forget is they work out what they can do but they don't push it to the next level to see are they at that level where they're getting to those the next steps and because what you might have in your OSCEs or ISCEs is to do a developmental assessment um, or to sort of watch a video and try and work out and if you're able to say they're able to reach this but not yet this you can narrow it down to within about three months um, and you can be fairly confident and if you're able to say because you've done your table you've spent time on the wards and in clinics and things you're able to say with confidence you know for example uh grace mater um this child is now walking independently um but they're not yet running or jumping um they're able to um draw some straight lines and build blocks of um one block on top of another um and they are um speaking a single words um and th- i've um witness them um clapping waving bye bye um so i'm confident that in all of these domains um they're at the the 12 month mark but they're not yet reaching those um at the 18 month mark so i i feel that this child is at the developmental age of 12 months and you can be confident then because you know your table you've pushed it to the next level and you know where they fit and and that is what kind of really distinguishes candidates um, from people who really know their stuff and those that are trying to kind of muddle through and trying to remember it off, um, but haven't really solidified it, if that makes sense. That's that's perfect. So I think that's a great way to sort of summarise really what we've been talking about is, is obviously mm-hmm. to build build your timelines that you've got on your wall at home or a table if, if you prefer having some of the, the, the pictorial tricks that we've described <laughs> to try and link in the age and the action or the or the milestone for example uh for etc um but then it's important then to go and observe children essentially isn't it in, in in on the pediatric placement and as you say yeah work out where they are and maybe push them to see if they can do the next the next step yeah i think you'll you quite often find medical students are reluctant to go and do the developmental assessment or because because they worry about it, which is fair enough. Um, but or they're, you know, they want to know how old the child is first. But if you really want to feel confident, go and find a child, a preschool child um, that, you know, is uh, well enough to do um, play some games and, and do some questions and things. And then um, and then try and work out how old you think they are in each of those four domains. I think if you're doing um, for an ISCI or an OSCE, um, your uh, your kind of key things to start with, just so you've got kind of, um, you know, you go into the room, introduce yourself, get consent, wash your hands as you always would. Um, have a just have a quick look. Look at the child. Are there any syndromic features do they have any dysmorphic features um are there any additional aids around the room such as a walking chair or splints or you know those kinds of things that would give you um a clue um and then a couple of questions that i would ask just before you kind of start just to make things a little bit easier 
was this um was your baby born at term at full term because if they're born prematurely you've got to take that into consideration because they might not be reaching those milestones um at the at their sort of um expected age you've got to take that into consideration do you have any concerns with their hearing because if you're trying to engage with them and you're trying to ask them questions and play with them and they can't hear you then that's going to be really difficult and also how many languages do you speak at home because if they are from a um a, a bilingual or multilingual family then they might not be um quite there you know it, it might be that english isn't their first language and so trying to sort of assess that would be more would be more difficult um but yeah just just go onto the wards go to clinic go and enjoy yourself um and and just see you know don't see development as a, a big scary thing but just enjoy it um essentially you you get full permission to go and play with children um whilst also learning so it's it's great fun if you've got um uh, a friend a neighbor um a you know uh, um someone that you know who has got younger kids then just see you know covid restrictions allowing see if you can go and spend some time just just playing with them um you know it's great fun and, and you're doing your revision at the same time so um it's a win-win really absolutely fantastic that's thank you ever so much um i think We'll try and post a link to um, some further resources for for our listeners to to pick up. Is there any other? Uh, is there anywhere else that our listeners could go to learn a little bit more about this topic? Um, so there's some great. So the website that we mentioned um, mm-hmm. has got some great videos. So that's quite good to watch some developmental assessments. Um, I mean, honestly, you could go to um, a coffee shop or a park um with with some other people don't don't be a weirdo um and um and just watch just watch children or when you're on the bus just watch children and see what can what are they doing um are they picking stuff up are they are they running around you know and just try and just think where do they fit you know in in their development i think um you know but in terms of resources um there's some you know this is a really good website um there's there'll be other stuff available on youtube as well and then you've got your um specific um pediatric textbooks um just don't get bogged down by the specific things in each book of you know seven and a half months or you know 13 months this and that just just kind of stick to your broad categories and then you won't get too muddled up well dr knight diochavayanaki um Thank you ever so much for your time. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, to everyone else, tune in next week for another student edition of Dragon Bites. Thanks. Thanks, Francis. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And I just wanted to say thank you to both Francis Bainan for hosting that episode and to Dr. Alice Knights for giving us such useful tips there. That brings our developmental milestones assessment uh, series to a close. So join us again next week where we'll be moving on to a new topic. Thank you for listening to Dragon Bites Basics.